and welcome to a taste of Tanya. Today is Tuesday, and we are completing the 20th chapter in first section of Tanya. In this short but incredibly deep chapter, the author of the Tanya explains an idea that will eventually cover literally thousands of pages within Hasidic literature, the concept of what is called Achtut Hashem, God's unity. Judaism, idolatry, is not just a belief in another God or a belief in no God. For a Jew, idolatry is the belief that there are other forces at play outside of Hashem. That there is anything that is independent of God's oneness. And that would include little me. You know, the Torah refers to this world as God's speech. As God was creating the world, it says, and he recited this, and he said this, all the utterances that were responsible for the creation of the world. Now, certainly it's not a big mouth that is saying the world into existence. The reason it uses the metaphor of speech is because when you speak something, those words are now outside of you as opposed to a thought which existed within you Speech is something that now leaves your orbit and now enters the universe outside of you. And the Kabbalists use this metaphor to describe a world that appears to us as something separate. It appears to us as a sense of otherness. But the metaphor has its flaws. Because in the case of God, there is nothing that is truly outside of God. And even after those words leave Hashem, they are still swimming in a sea of godliness. They are still one with him. It is only from our perspective and our reality that we perceive a world of oneness. But as far as Hashem goes, this entire world is still part and parcel of him. As a child, I was explained this idea by means of the metaphor of a hologram. And a hologram looks so real. Pictures and colors and what appears to be depth. But in reality, all it takes for all of that to go away you don't need hammers, you need fire, you don't need an explosion. Simply unplugged electricity and it instantly vanishes. And similarly, this world is nothing but a divine utterance. Imagine how insignificant one word is relative to our ability to speak infinite words. Imagine how insignificant one word is relative to our more essential faculty. That, friends, is why this entire universe that seems so real from our perspective to Hashem is but a dot. That is why our sages tell us that God is no busier, no more occupied creation of the world versus before the creation of the world. Hashem remained unchanged by this entire universe. A word simple to say, yet so difficult to fully appreciate and understand. It's counterintuitive because we look at a world that seems independent and seems so real. And therefore, we have to remind ourselves day in and day out of this truth of Hashem Echad, one God in this universe is part of that oneness. Vacation of this truth, says the Tanya, is quite significant. We tend to, and rightfully so, differentiate between major sins and minor sins, something that seems to be highly consequential versus something that seems to be not all that important. Fine, it may not be what the Torah says, but surely this doesn't rank on the same level as the more serious infractions. But yet, says the author of the Tanya, we think about the subject deeply enough. We will see that any time we do what Hashem wants, that is an affirmation of the fact 
that there is one God. time we go against what Hashem wants, that violates idolatry. Because at that very moment we are saying, yes, there is a God, but there is some part of reality that is outside of that. What is that? Me, my free choice, my desire, my will. And at that moment that we decide today is going to be about what I want to do rather than what Hashem wants, that in a sense is an act of idolatry. Every way of looking at life is certainly not the way we typically think about things as Jews. Usually we say it's one mitzvah at a time. Just because you're doing A doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing B. Don't worry about the next steps in your journey. That is all true. But in these chapters of Tanya, the author tells us something that is also true. Mainly, every moment has eternity associated with it. And therefore, when we are faced with the choice at a moment, whether to do what Hashem wants or what we want, we are choosing, am I at this moment going to be eternally connected to the oneness of Hashem or God forbid choosing the opposite? Do I affirm that there is nothing but Hashem's oneness or is there a pocket of reality that I've carved out to do what I want? The Tanya will say, can be one last tool we can use to say no to the evil inclination at those times that we feel ourselves falling prey to its arguments. During those times that we feel we don't have enough eternal motivation to be able to thwart the advances of the evil inclination, we can tell it, you know what? A small matter, as you like to say, is a big deal at this moment. For me to affirm that there's nothing in this world outside of God, including my very life. I want to be part of Hashem's oneness. I don't want to be disconnected from that reality for even a moment. I'm <laughs> sorry.